I'm Charlie Rossiter, and this is Poetry Spoken Here. We continue with our special project, the Open Mic of the Air. If you've been missing open mics where you live due to the worldwide pandemic, this is an opportunity to share your work and hear voices from around the world. If you'd like to submit, just send a recording five minutes or less to openmicoftheair at gmail.com. You can find full submission guidelines on our website, PoetrySpokenHere.com That's PoetrySpokenHere.com And before we get going, I'd like to say a big thank you to Trish Hopkinson in Provo, Utah. Apparently, Trish, whatever she does, whatever you do, Trish, you get the word out because we've got a couple of submissions this time because you put out the word telling people that we're here and we want to hear from them. We want to hear their poems. We want to put their poems here on the internet. So, thanks a lot. Trish Hopkinson. And so now let me say what I say when we meet live and in person at an open mic. You can rant, you can chant, you can shout, get it out, get it down, get it off, off your chest, off the page. Share your vision, share your glory, share your mission, tell your story. Take a moment in the sun. The mic is open. And our first poet up here at the open mic today Ariada Daiko. She is from Tirana, the capital of Albania. That's a city of about a half a million in Albania, which is right down there near Greece in the, uh, on the Mediterranean. Ariada Daiko, from Tirana, Albania. Short poem, Matrioshka. This is a short poem that talks about the boundaries people set between them. Creating boundaries with others also creates boundaries for oneself. This poem is dedicated to the power of language in society. Matryoshka. In your world, inside your country, in your town, inside your house, in your family, strangers came around. Even inside you, language was never found. This next poem by Michael Panasuk in Brandonton, Florida, is uh, an interesting production. He accompanies himself on guitar, keyboard, and drum machine. His town, Brandonton, is on the Gulf Coast, just a bit south of Tampa. Hello, poet lovers. This is Michael Panasic coming to you from my home studio in sunny Florida. The spiritual revolution is coming. The spiritual revolution is coming.
The spiritual revolution is coming. The spiritual revolution is coming. The spiritual revolution is coming. Flashing across the big water now to Peter Dietrich, Northampton, UK. He has spent 40 years traveling the world for his work as a photo reporter, filmmaker. And again, we have musical accompaniment for this poem. Uh, Peter did not compose this. It's a recording he has used in a documentary film in the past. Hi, this is Peter Dietrich from the UK, and I'd like to read one of the new poems I'm working on for a collection. This is called, You Were Always More Than Just You. We walked along the same endless highways. We often laughed loudly while others cried. If I got stranded alone in dark byways, it was copying something you had first tried. You planted your tracks, I swallowed them whole. When my heart felt sore, you knew how to mend it. Your shadow became branded deep in my soul, and where a barrier grew, you knew how to bend it. I was never truly alone then, while you had some message to send, because you were always more than just you. You were my friend. You held the sky in the palm of your hand, telling me tales of liberated clouds. It was always a language I could understand, even as it inspired scorn in the crowds. 
You raised your glass. I drank every word. The mystery seeped through if I hesitated. Your reason flew raw to promote the absurd. And if any dream crashed, you had it consecrated. I was never afraid then to go with you close to the very end. Because you were always more than just you. You were my friend. We crisscrossed the world with a song as our ticket, chanting for freedom when walls were too high. An empty road beckoned, though we tried not to pick it, believing it might really help us to fly. You sang like a poet. I painted your rhymes. The artist was a master, if not quite messiah. If I started sinking, you absolved my past crimes, telling me once again to look ever higher. I never felt confused then as we rounded the next bend, because you were always more than just you. You were my friend. You built a castle with a hole in your pocket, milking my sad eyes to fill your empty chalice. The angelic smiled, slumbered in a closed silver locket, start of the dream we once shared without malice. You emptied the moat, I breached your locked door, my arrows fell short of the writing on the wall. When you found my past phantoms spread over your floor, you held me in such esteem I would seldom fall. I was never left weak then in the armour you would lend, because you were always more than just you. You were my friend. We paid due respect to the passing of time, growing up fast but without getting old. Climbing life's ladder, we approach the sublime, wanting to find the one story never told. You fell up to the sky, I clung fast to your wings, our lives were divided into chapters and verses. If my grief yielded to love's reaper, the one who sings, your vision would embrace me, then refill our purses. I was never in doubt then about your ability to mend, because you were always more than just you. You were my friend. And now, Sarah Lipton Bay from London, England, who says she is an author and performer, as you can tell by her presentation of this poem. The 1970s. Platform shoes, long hair and flares, tank tops, maxi skirts and bright shirts. Slade, sweet and T-Rex topped the charts, as well as the carpenter's mud and Gary Glitter. People didn't seem to have a care. But then there was the three-day week. Britain joined the EEC. Some felt this shouldn't be the path that the country followed. 
Decimalization changed the currency. Heath clashed with the miners and they went on strike. Bombs were exploding in Northern Ireland. And the USA was still in Vietnam, wanting her to become like Uncle Sam. Nixon was disgraced by Watergate, was replaced by Gerald Ford, and the Cold War was abated by detente. Love Story was on at the cinema, new faces made unknowns into stars, and Shaft was a TV hero. Muhammad Ali won many fights and talked on Parkinson about the nation of Islam. At the Munich Olympics, some Israelis were shot dead, but the games continued. Nevertheless, although the Israeli tragedy was publicised greatly by television news and the press. Arthur Ashe was the first black player to win Wimbledon in 1975. Borg dominated the game in the mid and late 70s, while Olga was the prodigy of gymnastics. Her performance was filled with so much drive. The Beetle was in vogue, and so was the chopper bike. And then there was a craze for the skateboard, which some parents couldn't afford to buy their children. Punk blasted like a rocket onto the scene. Spiked hair and piercing became the fashion. And punks appeared on TV who didn't sing, but screamed. Some felt that they were really obscene. There was the Silver Jubilee when many held street parties. But this time of glee was ended by the winter of discontent and Thatcher and the decade of greed was on the horizon. This poem is from my volume of poetry called The First Collection, published on the 1st of October 2020 by Jacaranda Books. And my name is Sarah Lipton Bay. Next, Jim Hurdle from Texas here in the USA, has spent years writing about faith and addiction. You can learn more about him and his work at the website addictedtofaith.blogspot.com. Hello, my name is Jim Hurdle, and I am from Texas. The name of my poem is If I Could. If I could begin at the end, I would look back to where I began, seeking the mishaps that delivered me to this miserable end. I would flatten, crush, and annihilate every wrong step from start to finish, from dusk to dawn, from beginning to end. I would put down, shut down, and stamp on every turbulent word shouted at you in anger with nostrils flared. I would trample, mash, pound, and destroy every little white pill in your bottomless amber bottles. If I could begin again, I would take your hand. I would pilfer your heart. I would make promises of tomorrows. I would caress you the way the endless shore caresses the sea. If I could begin again, I would feel the pulse of your life touching mine if we could begin again. Our next poet sends his work from Indonesia. Jim Panaha, native New Yorker, lived for the past quarter century in Indonesia. Nominated for Pushcart Prizes in Fiction and Poetry, his work has appeared in many anthologies and his essays have appeared in the New York Daily News and the New York Times. Penha edits 
the New Verse News, an online journal of current events poetry. This is James Penha in Bali, Indonesia, reading my poem, The Good Life. How are you doing? Nathan McLean zooms in on Ada Lamone. Ada, smiling, pauses. Um, okay, she says. What else can any of us say besides sick, angry, appalled, depressed, dying? But okay, with the saddest of smiles and hope we muster. Okay, okay, a worldwide Zoom chorus. Okay, 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 not good. Can anyone remember anyone saying, I'm good, life is good. The last poem I wrote was pretty good. Watching Hamilton at home, very good, but not nearly as good as live theater. There is no live theater. Life. With every poem I write, I have 20 plus drafts enervating. I cry with every laugh. I shudder when I wake. And I am among the fortunate with a home and the love and the dog and out and inlets to the world. Never has the good life looked so small, so big. I love getting these international submissions. But now we've got someone here from Illinois, right there in the heartland of the USA. Leonard Lunt is a poet, photographer, short fictionalist, and historian. His work has appeared internationally since 1955. He's been writing for quite a while. And he's reading a poem inspired by a painting entitled little light. My name is Leonard Lund. I'm from Orland Hills, Illinois, just outside Chicago. The poem I'm reading tonight is from my 2016 chapbook, Poems Against Cancer. The title is Spring Night in the Forest of the Spirit, and it's written after a painting by Yaroslav Gerzhedovich called Little Night. The old priest stands before the altar, He will not kneel. No words of prayer, either blessing or supplication tonight. It's time for conversation, son of man to son of man. And if it feeds the passion shining like a beacon from the window of St. George meeting his dragon, well, so be it. Obey the Lord thy God, yes, but don't be afraid to speak out first. The cliff face, the grotesqueries of trees, loom over everything from dirt to stars. 
thickly crawling mist that clings to rock and fills the space between tall trunks seems to be alive with horrors both recent and older than the body and the blood. If the landscape of creation stands tall, its very bedrock groans as if threatened by what the mindless created have wrought. In the dark, the beacon seems so small, so inconsequential in the face of evil, but not so dim it hasn't brought attention. The faithful will stand against the night, regardless of numbers and stature. If it seems trite these days to speak of good, when so much only seems self-serving, perhaps the selfishness of true good deeds will be strong enough to power recreation. Getting out to the west coast of the U.S., Sue Fagaldi Lick lives on the Oregon coast. And in the past year, she has published two chapbooks, Gravel Road Ahead and The Widow at the Piano. She's also been published in some prestigious publications such as Rattle, The MacGuffin, and the American Journal of Poetry. Sue Fagaldi Lick, I live in South Beach on the Oregon coast. For many years, I was a piano player choir director at the local Catholic church, and this poem comes from that experience. Dollar Store Requiem. That's old Bob over there in the black plastic box. A sticker lists his name and dates. It sits on a wrinkled tablecloth by a pot with orangey autumn leaves purchased at the dollar store. They bring him up while I fumble through how great thou art my five singers not quite reaching the high D near the end on great. Not too many in the pews, all in their everyday clothes. An old guy with heavy shoes rambles through a eulogy. How Bob was a good old guy. How they once stole Christmas trees. Father P. in his purple robe reads from his funeral book. Prays over Bob in the box on the little table with the wrinkled cloth, inserting Bob into the standard prayers. In the front row, Lila, two daughters, a little boy, just sit staring into space. I play on eagle's wings as the short communion line works around old Bob. And then the final prayer, eternal rest, perpetual light. They hurry down the aisle to refreshments in the hall, leaving Bob there in his box as I play Amazing Grace. When we talk about interesting presentation of poems, this next one gets high points. It's from the Lockdown Collective. They were formed to create and share artistic work during the time of COVID-19. That's what they say. They meet every Saturday night on Zoom and they have a website where you can check out what they're up to. It's thelockdowncollective.com thelockdowncollective.com and Interestingly, it's a different take on the same theme, I would say, as James Penha's poem from Bali, Indonesia, The Good Life. So check it out. Compare them. You can always go back and, and play, uh, play James' poem again and uh, just compare the two and see what you think. It's uh, quite interesting, this multi-voice presentation, another way to do things. Hello. 
We are the Lockdown Collective. Olivia Meverak, Josh Friedman, Shaka Subramaniam, Dan Friedman, Kate Friedman, Beverly Friedman, and Michael Friedman. We are from New York, Los Angeles, and London. Today we are reading our collective poem, What's New? 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 Nothing. What's new? What's new? What? What's new? Nothing. 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 What's new again? What? Don't ask. Don't ask me that again. What's new? Nothing. What's new? Nothing. Still nothing. What's ever new? Nothing. Anything right now. Anything new. No, what's new? Nothing. Fucking nothing. Motherfucking nothing is new. There's nothing ever new. Nothing's new anymore. Will there ever be anything new? Is there any news? How are you? What's new? Nothing, nothing. Fuck you. How are you? What's new? Nothing. Last match you. How are you? How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. How are you? Wow. How are you? Meh. What's new? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. How are you? How are you? How have you been? Is everything fine? How's everyone? Fine. Are you fine? Blah. How are you? What's new? Nothing. 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 Hi. How are you? What's new? Nothing. How are you? Are you well? Yes. Are you fine? Yes, are you well? Uh, yes. Are you? I'm great. Fuck off. How are you? What's going on, on? On, on, and on, and on, and on, and... What's been going on? Nothing. Tell me something new. No, tell me something. I can't. Tell me something. Blah, 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 blah. Tell me something. Fine, I understand. Fine, I understand. Fuck off. What is new? Nothing. With you. Nothing. Nothing at all. Tell me something new. Not tell me something. Tell me something new. It's new. Nothing. Tell me how you are. Fine. How are you? Shit, how are you? Blah. How have you been? You feel okay? How do you feel okay? Blah. Is this a good time? No. To talk? No. Is this a good time? No, not good. Not anything. No, nothing is good. It is fine the same. Everything is everything is good, fine, same. Are you fine? Blah. I'm good, fine, the same. I am, I am nothing, nothing blah, nothing good. I'm not the same. Everything is the same. Fine. It's all good, fine. It's all new. Nothing is the same. Nothing. It's new. Don't ask me. Mm, what? Don't call me. How are you? Don't. Talk to me. Ask again. What's new? We conclude with Aldo Quayate, who's an Italian poet based in London. His first collection of poems was published in 2019 called Japanese Tosa. And this year he's scheduled to appear as part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week as part of the Poetry Corner and Maya Sandbar's art installation. So many of our people do multiple things. He also reviews music and he writes live reports for Peekaboo Magazine and Gig Soup. G-I-G-S-O-U-P. My name is Aldo Quayote. I come from Italy and I live in London. 
and my poem is called Effrontery. My effrontery comes from earth, like in all natural elements in my generous palms. The horizons move away always too fast. I find myself in another hug, already where we're tending to come. This exorciating ending marries this empty-headed heart. They say to forget. I say to watch my month at least for the eternity. However good I might be, I really can't refrain this shade. This ultraviolet boxing in my cheeks. And here I am, ruling my felicitous solitude as a bird watcher, canoeing, craving those wings. With my intertwined hands, I've come to you to give you the kudos for helping me realizing what man I should have loved. And that concludes the eighth open mic of the air. A reminder, we are always looking for submissions. Please send your recording five minutes or less of yourself reading your work. Be sure to also tell us your name and where you're from. Recordings should be sent to openmicoftheair at gmail.com. Be sure to visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com, for the full submission guidelines. And feel free to pass this information on to your poet friends. So, I'm Charlie Rossiter. This has been the eighth episode of Open Mic of the Air from Poetry Spoken Here. Be sure to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rossiter, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack Rossiter Mundley. And remember, Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetry spoken here. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetry spoken here. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere at gmail.com. Hmm.